Hi there, I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll learn about English immigrant George B. Dealey, who became a famous and well-respected newspaper publisher in Dallas. We'll visit the Texas Broadcast Museum and Texas Radio Hall of Fame in Kilgore, and what happens when God says no? Well, God has his reasons. We'll learn about that. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. When we become a Christian and follower of Jesus Christ, that does not mean that we are immune from pain and suffering. The Bible gives us no guarantee of not having to deal with pain, suffering, illness, serious injury, or losing a job or anything else for that matter. God wants us to learn and grow through any suffering we might have to endure. God uses that time to help us trust Him more. Twenty-five years ago, I lost my job at a major broadcast facility. I knew a lot of people in the industry and was able to pick up several part-time jobs at radio stations around town, but I needed something full-time for employment. I knew just about everybody in town in my business, so I sent tapes and resumes to all of them. Not one call. God said no to every station in town. This drug owned for eight long months. Then a friend of mine told me about a job opening at a major airline carrier and said, hey, I know it's not radio, but it's full-time with benefits. I applied for the job, and they offered to hire me. But that same day, I got a call from John Hull at KSBJ Radio in Houston. He wanted to hire me full-time. I guess it's obvious which job I accepted. I've been here now for almost a quarter of a century. But God said no for eight solid months. It taught me to lean on him, to trust him more. And in the end, when it was God's time and not my own, he said yes. 2 Corinthians 12.9 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Hope on Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. In November 133 years ago, late in the 19th century, American inventor Thomas Edison announced his invention of the phonograph. It was early in the 20th century before the wax cylinder device was used for entertainment, though. Before that, it was mostly used for dictation. In the early 1900s, Edison announced his musical and theatrical selections for the phonograph through his National Phonograph Company. I've always wondered what Mr. Edison would think if he saw today's technology. By the way, you can actually see an original Thomas Edison cylinder phonograph at the Texas Broadcast Museum in Kilgore, Texas. That's also the same building where the Texas Radio Hall of Fame is located. So it's because Thomas Edison created a way to record music that we can take our favorite music with us wherever we go. And you know what I always say, wherever you go, there you are. 
Life on Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Anything But Quiet Time. It was October 1874, and a 15-year-old teenager, George B. Dealey, went to work doing office duties for the oldest newspaper in Texas, the Galveston News. He had moved here from England with his family several years earlier. He did good work and kept getting promoted. Eventually, the founder, A.H. Below, sent George to Dallas to found the Dallas Morning News in 1885. Both papers shared network correspondence and was the first to start chain journalism. In the early 1900s, Dealey was a board member of both papers, eventually became vice president and general manager of the corporation, and finally became the president of the papers in 1919. Some years later, he bought the company from the Below family. George B. Dealey was very involved in the planning of the city of Dallas, he was also president of the Philosophical Society of Texas and founder and lifetime president of the Dallas Historical Society. George B. Dealey was called the Dean of American Publishers by the New York Times when he died in 1946 at his Dallas home. I'm homeward bound to chow down the ground round. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.